0: Hello, everyone, and welcome. This is Day Today with Ben Lewis. I am your host, Ben Lewis. Today, I'm running things solo. It's different. It's the first time I'm giving a crack at it. I want to know what you think. Send me your feedback after you listen. Let me know. Do you want me to do things by myself or do you want me to keep guests on? I, I like guests, it keeps me company. I'm lonely right now. But. Uh, I, I have no doubt uh, my performance will still be spectacular, and you will enjoy every second of this episode. So again, thank you for tuning in. Make sure you follow our Instagram at d the number two d Ben Lewis B E N L E W I S not L O U I S nobody spells it that way. This is uh, this is going to be a good episode. I'm I, I I'm real thrilled to get things kicked off with a good topic. But first of all, I want to talk about how I still need an intro. I talk about it every episode. I need someone to make me a good intro. It's just not working out. And it kind of brings me into something that I noticed and it startled me the other day. It's the fact that I'm 20 years old and I feel as though I am officially behind my peak in uh, my technological abilities. And by that, I mean when I was younger, uh, you know, when technology was developing as my brain was. I I was able to pick up on things a lot quicker. How to operate things. Uh, there are like a million features on almost every electronic device I own. Uh, every app I have. Every text I send. Uh, you know there are features that I could be using that I have no idea even exist. Uh, where I consider you know like in middle school, uh, early high school days, I knew everything uh, there was to know about the latest apps, the late the latest uh, trends. And I'm falling behind electronically. And I want to know if people relate to this. Please uh, tell me, because I, I I cannot figure out, you know, it was difficult enough for me to figure out how to start recording this podcast. Uh, luckily, it's just a big red button that says record. But other than that, I mean, I would have never been able to figure it out. Uh, so I'm definitely past my electronic peak, as I'll call it. And it's tough. It's, it's tough to come to realization with that. But moving into our... Uh, First subject. Today is going to be, or let me rephrase, today is going to have a large emphasis on restaurants. Now, I've mentioned restaurants a few times. Uh, I work at a restaurant, it's miserable. Uh, I am a busboy. It is the worst job in the place, uh, besides maybe something in the kitchen that I'm unaware of. Uh, but regardless, it's tough. Uh, just to give you an idea, the other day I walked in. And uh, just as I walked in, I hadn't even clocked in yet. Uh, a, a hostess came up and asked me to clean bird poop off of a table. It, it, it's miserable. Uh, just th- that's just to give you an idea of how my day started and how my day continued to go uh, at work uh, just a few days ago. It's rough. I had to use roughly three rags to clean up this bird poop. And it was disgusting. It's something no man wants to do. And getting paid barely above minimum wage, it hurts. And yes, I get tipped out, but it is off season here in Fort Myers, Uh, meaning it is much less busy than it would be in season. So my tip outs are very low these days, and it's making me wonder uh, where the motivation is uh, to continue doing this job. But Regardless, I will persevere and keep making these small paychecks uh, and small tip outs. Now, my job title consists of me bussing tables, which if you don't know, that means I basically wipe them down after people uh, leave their mess. I clean up their mess and then I wipe down the table uh, and get it prepared for the next guest. It is physically demanding. It is not mentally demanding, uh, but it is frustrating because it is no fun, and there's never a point where I'm having fun at the job uh, if i'm not wiping down a table, I am cleaning up the bars mess uh, that they put in bus tubs uh it's It's bad and there there's there's a lot of things that go on in restaurants that shouldn't and I want to talk about first of all talking about from an employee perspective what sucks now nothing sucks more than when you've just clocked out you have just had a miserable shift. You're ready to go home. You're ready to put the pedal to the metal and just go sit on your couch. And as you're walking out and as somebody asks you to do them a favor real quick, help them out with something at work. Now, keep in mind, this is once you've clocked out. This is horrifying. It, it is a situation that no person should be put in. Uh, it, it shouldn't be allowed you should uh, you know, there's a certain line of respect when it comes to seeing someone that is leaving. Uh, You just let them go. You find someone else to help you out. If you truly need the help or you do it yourself. So at that point you feel obligated to help because you're there, you're in uniform. You've been working already. You know, it's going to take five more minutes, but there's the other side of it where you just worked the shift you were supposed to. You're finished. That guy's not. Uh, And that's his problem. And it, It just goes back to an unwritten law uh, that should be out there that you don't mess with someone uh, when they've clocked out. Just let them go. Let them go home. Um, Again, we live in the United States. I live in the United States uh, where uh, English is the language of choice. And when – now this is – I bring this up. This may not be something that is terribly common, but it is an issue it's happened in my restaurant. There was a a man hired that only spoke Russian. He had just gotten over from Russia and he was hired uh, based off a friend's referral who worked there. Um, It was a disaster from the start. Now, yes, this guy was an incredible worker. There's no doubt he was great. However, there's no reason and no place for someone who doesn't speak English in a customer service industry where ninety nine point nine of the customers only speak English. This guy was constantly getting walked up to uh, by guests that you know would ask him a question, uh, whether it be where the bathroom is or you know if he could do this or that, whatever it be. He had no idea what they were saying. It poses a problem and it poses an issue and it shows bad management and i I question why this would ever happen because now I understand if you're in the kitchen and you're not communicating with customers, uh, you're paying customers, then that's fine. Uh, they don't need to speak uh, English as long as they can communicate and get their job done. But this guy could not execute his job position to the fullest due to the fact that he couldn't speak English. It genuinely uh, hurt his job performance. And that is not, you know, you know it's not his fault per se. It is management's fault for hiring him, you know, it. If I were there, I would have said, "Look, you know, you seem like a great person, but you gotta learn English. It's just the way it goes." And I'm sorry, you know, I, I, I'm not trying to offend anyone here. And if you are taking offense to this, uh, it's terrible, and you you should reevaluate uh, what causes you frustration and anger in your life. Moving on, uh, if you're if you're over, and I'm kind of ranting here, but I've seen this a few times at a couple restaurants I've worked at. If you're over 30 years old and you're busting tables. I think it's time to do a reevaluation of your life. Um, It's not a good situation. Come on. You're bussing tables. You're making what? I I think I get like $7 an hour. Uh, At that point, you got to be working on, you know, whatever you want to do, a career. Um, And I know there's nobody out there, uh, I assume, that would just bus tables for their whole life. Um, You know, I, I can't imagine unless there was some extreme circumstance. But... No, it is unacceptable and you need to get on with your life. Make something of yourself and do it right. Now we're going to talk about, from the customer perspective, things you want to see, things you don't like that you do see, and they're all important. Now, these days you have a whole new fad, a new era Of a thank you isn't good anymore to an employee at a restaurant. Now, it is uh, crucial now in today's world that you leave an employee review, whether it be on Yelp or TripAdvisor. Um, Maybe there are others I do not know about, um, but these are the two I'm most familiar with. I'm sure you are as familiar as I am with them. And uh, yeah, we do it at the restaurant I work at with the servers um, and bartenders, whatever. If you want to leave a review on Yelp or TripAdvisor, I don't know which one we use, um, but basically you will get certain benefits uh, at your job if you have these reviews and management sees them. So what in return you have is a bunch of uh, review crazed employees running around uh, like chickens with their head cut off trying to get these reviews. It can be in your face and a lot of times it can be annoying. Now, I don't hate them, though, and here's why. I believe that if you have just average, a good, you know, above average service, uh, you know, which, which should be the standard, I don't think that these people deserve necessarily a separate written review other than just showing your gratitude at the table at the time and saying, thank you, you know, you were great. Now, just the other day, I wrote a review for a gentleman who worked at the resort uh, that I was at in Longboat Key, Florida uh, The the people that worked there originally I had met, I had spoken with them Tried to get some things together They screwed up our whole bill uh, Didn't bring us the right stuff And I was furious And I went off on two separate guys That kept trying to blame it on me Saying I didn't say this or that uh, Which was utterly false And then a gentleman by the name of Jordan Came out um, And he, he completely saved the day uh, He mentioned that it was all their fault And that basically he was going to comp everything for the day. I love that. That is above and beyond exemplary service. And that's what you need. Now that was deserving of an online Yelp review. Now, after he had helped us and everything else, he came up to me and he said, look, he was like, I, you know, I don't like to reach out, but when I do help someone, he's like, I like to give them this. Uh, you know, My name is Jordan. If you write me a review, I get paid days off. Um, that is great. And he deserved the paid days off. Let me tell you, he helped us big time. And I, I was willing to write the review in that situation. And I think anyone uh, you know else would be willing to as well. So it comes down to not just writing a review for normal, uh, you know, what you would expect service, but getting above and beyond treatment. That is what warrants a review online. And I think most people would agree. Now, uh, talking about from the customer perspective, uh, you have, you want to know where the bathroom is just a quick tidbit, uh, Yeah, you gotta label where your bathroom is. It it, it is so frustrating when I stand up in a busy restaurant and like servers are rushing past me. I don't know what's going on. I'm just trying to eat my food and get out of there, and like I have no idea where the bathroom is. But I gotta go. I'm like looking around, doing like a full like exorcism stretch with my neck. May have clear signs. uh, Market. I just want to know where your bathroom is. It's not a big deal. Um, Continuing this is just kind of a courtesy type thing. When you're at a restaurant dining, clean up your table a little bit. Uh, now this goes really for people with kids, young children, please, please, don't leave the table a disaster. It makes my job a thousand times harder. If your child uh, crushed up a bunch of crayons and threw them all under the table. Now me being six foot three, I got to bend over uh, under this table, looking like an idiot, uh, picking pieces of crayons off the floor. That is not what I want to be doing uh, during my shift. Okay. Uh, You know, it's called parenting. Uh, give your kid, uh, you know, whatever he needs to calm him down and not make these messes. And if he does make a mess, just clean it up a little bit before you leave. Just put it in some kind of pile, whatever. You know, it just makes my life so much easier. And uh, I think I speak for all bus busboys uh, nationwide. Uh, God bless you all. And on the children topic, if your baby... Is screaming crying or your young child in the restaurant and you're just sitting there acting like it's not happening you are a scumbag uh get get your kid out of the restaurant nobody wants to hear your child screaming it it is unacceptable uh now if the child starts screaming i get it it happens but you instantly take that kid out of there. You don't say, oh, he'll be done in a minute. No, you take your kid outside for that minute, okay? It is disrespectful, it is terrible uh, you know, in the eyes of anybody else around you, and you're embarrassing yourself. It does not fall on that child, it falls on you, the parents. And I just want that to be clear. I I don't think that that is something that is spread enough. That needs to be known as a parent. so continuing, e- food challenges are fun, all right? I know people will say maybe these are low-end, low-grade things. No, food challenges are the real deal. I, my favorite show used to be Man Vs. Food uh, with Adam Richman. He was great, and he was hilarious, and he would totally like just entertain me for hours. When Man Vs. Food marathons would be on, it, w- it was no comparison. And I think that a restaurant having a food challenge not only increases customers, uh, but it just is entertaining. You know, if somebody is doing that food challenge next to you, you are entertained for that entire thirty minutes. Whatever they have to eat, the world's largest cheeseburger—it uh, is exciting, and people love it. It is—I mean—they made a whole show around. It's very successful, I believe. There's a new man versus food out with a very low-grade host, nothing like Richmond, and it excites me. I, I love it. it. As from all perspectives, uh, a food challenge is exciting to the chefs, uh, to the managers, to the servers, uh, to the, to the bus boys, um, to, to the customers. It, it is totally all around a great thing, a great idea. And a lot of places have this. And I just want wanted to put it out there that uh, everyone should have this. It's great. You get a free shirt. Uh, very, very interesting. We've spoken about free bread in restaurants. You need free bread. You want it there. Uh, you want well-cut wedges. It is Wedge Wednesday tomorrow. It's very exciting. Everyone is ready for it, and uh, it's going to be a big day. Next, uh, if you're dining in a restaurant, something I've come across time and time again that just grinds my gears, that just does, makes me really want to just wonder where you're coming from, it is the phenomenon of asking the person in the restaurant to turn the air up or down. Here's the deal. I I hate to break it to you. Maybe you haven't worked in a restaurant. They put that air at one setting and it stays there no matter what. Every restaurant I've worked at, the response has been the same. Oh yeah, we'll take care of that for you in just a minute. Then you go back. I tell the manager and guess what? It never gets changed because there's a hundred other people in the restaurant. All right. And the world doesn't revolve around you. I'm sorry. Bring a sweater, wear a tank top, whatever it is. Now I will say a restaurant being a little chilly is more acceptable than a restaurant being too warm. Uh, If I'm sweating while I'm eating, it's a problem. I don't enjoy myself. And there is something to be said there. Now, even though you can't ask for the temperature to be changed per se, It is up to the management to make the right call as to what the standard temperature should be at. And it is an issue that I do see a lot. And I'm in places all the time. Uh, There's actually my favorite Chinese restaurant in the area, Jeff's, uh, is not air conditioned. And I don't go there during the summer because I can't. I'll drop dead just walking in to get my takeout. It's terrible. And I I don't think it uh, allows for a healthy eating environment it's not a good situation. Just keep the temperature at a comfortable setting. And if anything, make it a little too chilly, because that way, you know, you can throw on a sweater, it's easier. Um, I understand it raises your AC bill a few bucks, just deal with it. Uh, Customers always right. Now, talking about, uh, you always want free refills in a restaurant, that is a must on sodas, of course, uh, sweet teas, lemonades, uh, you don't want uh, to not have free refills because that's uh, that's just a scam all in all and it's not good it's not a good one um, I, I don't fall for it I don't buy it I'll go water all day tip your valet driver I worked as a valet for many years I loved it and there was nothing worse than getting stiffed and I I'm not just saying this because I was a valet driver I truly believe that you need to pay this guy for the service um, now the the way I Operated uh, as a valet was. I operated a hundred percent off of tips. So if you basically didn't tip me, uh, you're you're just you know I'm just driving your car for free at that point. I wasn't getting paid an hourly. It, it wasn't a good situation and. People that didn't tip, I hated them, you know? Now, I had guys that were throwing money on the way in and throwing money on the way out. Why can't everyone be like that? Maybe just a dollar on the way in, on the way out. You're going to guarantee better care for your car. But if anything, you know, just do the standard. Just throw them two, three bucks, you know? A five spot, always nice. Five is always nice, and it's not going to break the bank, okay? Uh, You know, don't be a cheapskate. Just go out there, get, throw the valet a couple bucks. I mean, you parked your car for you. He saved you a lot of struggle. We all know there's nothing worse than having to park far away from a place. It is terrible, especially in Florida. I mentioned how you'll drop dead just from walking in the air, uh, walking in the uh, outside conditions. It's terrible. Uh, now, this is something that is just, I will never understand it. Um, no matter how many times it is Explain to me. I, I just won't get it. It is the fad of sitting on the same side of the booth as your significant other. Ooh, this is just bad. I'm, I'm picturing it in my head right now. I saw a couple the other night at work as bad. Why do you do it? We're talking, of course, about a booth. Uh, there's two people it's you and your significant other. And it is just you're sitting on the same side so you're awkwardly talking to each other like getting a crick in your neck just like trying to look at the person um it's weird for the server and it's just weird in general you don't need to be that close to each other i'm sorry uh, there's no way you're that in love that you can't go without being a foot from each other keep in mind you can still hold hands across the booth which i i mean god if you really have to i you know wait till you get home wait till you get in the car i mean come on uh, but i guess it is something that i it's just i will never understand it maybe i will be so madly in love one day that i feel the need to be pressed against my lover uh, significant other girlfriend boyfriend whatever you want to call it and uh you know i i got to have that physical contact 24/7 i'm never going to be that guy and i just it it, it is mind blowing Please don't do it. It just makes me feel weird. It makes I I don't like seeing it. Um, Yeah, I don't want to harp on it, but again, don't. Talking about you know, a lot of these restaurants have bars in them, uh, full liquor, beer licensed bars, and if if, unless the place transforms into a night scene after dinner, um, don't be belligerent. At a restaurant. I mean, come on. You know, don't don't be the last guy sitting at the bar at the Chili's uh, on a Tuesday night, wasted off the two dollar margaritas. Don't be that guy. Uh, there, there are so many better ways to be. Uh, you know, you can go out to a club, a bar that are made for those kind of places. But I can't stand at my restaurant when I see people staying an hour past closing, wasted at the bar. I mean, how miserable is your life? where you have to sit there, um, you don't have anyone to go hang out with, uh, and you, you're just sitting at a, your neighborhood restaurant uh, getting your buzz on uh, times a thousand. It is no, it, it, it will never be justified. And, uh, it, and especially, and if you're a couple doing this, and it's me- it needs to be mentioned, staying past closing in general in a restaurant is utterly disgusting. You are being so rude to the people that have been working there all day, uh, that want to go home. You see the hours on the door. you can look it up on your phone though a server will normally tell you, but guess what you're staying there anyway because you think you're uh, you know uh, Queen Elizabeth and you get to stay until whenever you want. Um, now a manager or an owner of a restaurant will not kick you out ever. Uh, I've never experienced being kicked out. They will serve you until you go uh, until you're ready to leave uh, because they see that check and they see those dollar signs and whatever else, you know. I get it. Uh, So it comes down on your end, uh, the customer, to not be there an hour past closing, two hours past closing. We want to go home. Okay, Uh, I can't wait to get out of the restaurant industry. Uh, Now, I that was our restaurant piece. I like it. Um, You know, it wasn't overly like comedic. But it's just a lot of things that I got to get off my chest. I mean, I work at a restaurant. I see these things all the time. I hope you understand. I hope you're all still with me. All right. Well, let's give a shout out to our sponsor here. Barely Swimsuits. Barely Swimsuits as in the bear, the animal. B-E-A-R-L-Y swimsuits.com is where you want to go. Ladies, this one's for you. How are you all looking? I, I know the uh, orders have been flying off the shelves, and for good reason. These swimsuits have you looking good. And you get 25% off just for listening to day-to-day. That's right, 25% off. Use the code day-to-day, D-A-Y-T-O-D-A-Y. You'll get 25% off your first order. And guess what? You're changing the world by getting these swimsuits, girls. Uh, not only are you looking good, but you are helping uh, donations be funded uh, through the nonprofit nonprofit called the Make It Count Foundation. And uh, this Make It Count Foundation gives money uh, to Honduras in order to build medical centers, hospitals. You're saving lives by buying swimsuits. I mean, come on, this one's a no-brainer. Head to BarelySwimsuits.com and use the code DAY2DAY. All right, we got our, we're we're gonna gonna continue talking about restaurants here a little bit, but this is just for a minute. Um, This is different though. Uh, This is giant chains that you need to stop eating at. I'm talking about places that are all over the country, all over the world. Um, And I have no idea why they are so bad. Um, But again, you never underestimate the stupidity of the American public. And uh, let's talk about Olive Garden. Good God, people. When are we going to learn? This is not good Italian food. Um, I, I had to check with my friends. I took a little bit of a self poll. I asked a a few people around me, what do you think of Olive Garden? All the answers were that it was terrible. However, there was a a constant and that was the fact that people said, well, the, the breadsticks and salad are good. Okay. No, uh, we're not going there. Breadsticks and salad is why you're going to go to a place. Uh, come on. This is ridiculous. This is absurd. Um, it is, those are two of the simplest, uh, most simple things to make on the menu. I guarantee it. If you asked a server, uh, you know, what What are your two easiest things to make? I guarantee they would say the salad and breadsticks. Come on. Uh, you get some lettuce. You throw some dressing on with some vegetables and hallelujah. It's a salad. A good one. Um, P.F. Chang's. Ah, oh, come on. P.F. Chang's is God awful. A true story. Last time I went, it was about two years ago. uh, I got an order of a dish. It was a chicken dish, some kind of Asian stir fry type thing. It was so bad. I had like three bites of it and I sent it back and I was so hungry. um, I was forced conned into going. Uh, You know, it it was a whole disaster from the start. I was in there hungry and I literally, I, I, I ended up sending my food back. And I didn't even get anything else. It was that bad. I tried, uh, my friend's food around me. All of it was terrible. I ended up getting takeout later that night. It, it's so bad. Uh, I, I question anyone that goes there. Um, yeah, it just lay off of the PF Changs. Okay. There are so much better. I I don't even want to call it Asian food because it's not, it is that bad. I, I I don't know where people are coming from with this, but again, uh, they continue to pop up everywhere. Uh, it, in huge buildings. I mean, they are huge, but moving on to Burger King, come on. I, uh, I'm aware that Burger King used to be, um, a magnificent place. I've been told this many times, um, by the generation before me. And I, I, I find it hard to believe, but at the same time, uh, there must be a reason that it's everywhere because Burger King, no matter how bad it is and no matter how many people tell me they refuse to go there they continue uh, to come up out of nowhere. And I don't know, I, w- I would assume that, I, that they should go out of business very soon, but I've been assuming this my whole life. And here we are uh, 20 years later and they are still going strong. Who knows where the money's coming from at this point? Um, I've had a Whopper twice in my life, It both times dry, disgusting, stale bun, weak ingredients, uh, uh, toppings, excuse me. And it's just, Why? I had a chicken sandwich from there once because someone told me, oh, you can't go wrong with a chicken sandwich. It was God awful. I awful. I I cannot express this enough. And oh, just if you're going to Burger King, what are you doing with your life? Another one, Arby's. Arby's is so bad. Um, again, this is another situation where I understand it used to be glorious. I understand that an Arby's roast beef sandwich, um, was a delicacy back in the day. And that is just not the case now. And you know, like, you know, it's bad when like, you see it in the commercials or like on any advertisement they do. And like, it looks bad in the advertisement. Cause like, you know, you, you see like a Big Mac and it looks good in the advertisement, but then you get it and it's like not that great looking. Well, like You assume that it would look better in the ad, and it looks terrible. Any Burger King, Arby's ad I've seen, the food looks god-awful. So you can only imagine what you're really getting. Um, I haven't been to either of the two chains. Uh, Really, any of those four chains, I haven't been in several years. Um, I think the last one was the P.F. Chang's uh, disaster that went on two years ago. Very, uh, Very interesting situation. And look, if you're eating... Uh, you know, wh- wherever it be uh, at one of these places, just, uh, I, I seriously just try to find a neighborhood joint. That's gonna, that's gonna give you good food. I feel bad for your taste buds. I, I do. Um, and moving on chick fil A—I uh, I've spoken about is one of my favorite eating establishments. I I am there several times a week. I love it. I love Chick-fil-A sauce. I love the chicken. I love the fries. It is all excellent. So I was very excited when they unveiled the brand new, uh, peach lemonade tea. It's a white peach lemonade tea. It is, I believe that's what it is. I could be wording it wrong, but it is roughly that. Uh, I was all excited. Um, so I get, I I pull up to the drive through the other day and I I order one of these teas. I said, let me get a large, uh, I, it, it sounded that good. I was going for the big one. And the guy said, oh, yeah, that's fine. But, uh, you know, it'll be like a dollar more, I think, or like 50 cents more. And I was like, oh, I was like, that's fine. Whatever. You know, I, I guess it's limited. You know, that's kind of annoying. Uh, I'm, I'm, I, I get a, it gets on my nerves a little bit, but not enough to, like, not get it. So I order the tea, uh, lemonade tea. And it's a large and she hands me a cup that I kid you not was, I think the same size as the regular small, but it was like a clear cup as opposed to the styrofoam. And I said, Oh, I said, you know, I got a large and she said, Oh, this is the large for the peach white peach lemonade. Uh, come on, scam alert. Uh, this is no good. No, no bueno. All right. Don't, don't do this. This is low, and I, it's rare that I criticize Chick-fil-A, and rare that they do anything wrong in my eyes. But for you to make a smaller large uh, for a white peach lemonade, uh, that is ridiculous. Come on, it's got to be—the the large has to be a constant throughout your whole restaurant. you got to keep that the same. Um, otherwise, you lose credibility. And I'm going to be honest, I took a step back, and just uh, as a coincidence, that day also, they forgot to put cheese on my sandwich, uh, which was rare. Uh, Chick-fil-A has always had exemplary service, and uh, I I would like that to be known, but my last visit was very unpleasant. Uh, Don't get me wrong, the food was still good, and yes, the white peach lemonade was incredible. Uh, Very good. Um, Quit bit. uh, People that have uh, complicated Wi-Fi passwords out there come on. Uh, this is 2018. Let, let, let's fix that. Um, you know, I, there's nothing I hate more than when I go over to a friend's house and it's like, uh, yeah, can I connect to your Wi-Fi?" And they're like, yeah, but you know, the code's written down over there. Well, why can't you, if you can't memorize your password, uh, it's, it needs to be changed. Okay. Uh, I don't want to be typing in E2 capital D, uh, lowercase Z six, nine. come on. I don't want that. It's annoying. Um, It is easy to change, figure it out, take the 10 minutes and do it. Uh, You'll be happy and it'll make your friends happier and any guests you have. Um, Now we had a, a, on the last episode, I had a segment on, it was uh, things that tick you off, but you never mention. Well, I I put a little poll out there and uh, I got some good feedback on the Instagram. Uh, You need to follow the Instagram if you don't, by the way. It is day to day, uh, bet and Lewis, D-A-Y, number two, D-A-Y, Ben Lewis, B-E-N-L-E-W-I-S. Get on the Instagram. Uh, We post a lot of exciting content, and you can definitely get a chance to be featured. Um, Now, we had some people write in with things that really just get under their skin, and I love it. And I I love reaching out to the listeners uh, because I realize that, you know, these are things that tick me off too. Um, And I'm excited. Let's get right into these. Uh, So you have Velcro, that no longer sticks, God, how has this not uh, been changed? First of all, I'm surprised Velcro even still exists. I, I think it should be pretty much extinct, but there are certain things, I guess, that require Velcro. Um, if the Velcro doesn't stick, it's totally useless. Um, there needs to be lifetime lasting Velcro at this point in time, and I, I firmly believe that. And I, but I would also believe that the Velcro evolution wheel has stopped turning. And basically I feel like, you know, the, this, the Velcro we are using today is the same Velcro that was being used probably 20 years ago, uh, where if it was continued, uh, if the cycle was continued, Velcro would probably be incredible and, uh, a perfect product at this point in time, but it's not. And what can you do? Uh, you have the aggressive guy who wants to fight everybody at the bar. Come on guy. I mean, how I, this goes back to how boring must your life be where you're having to fight random people? I, I see this a lot when I go out. Just like I don't know, go punch a wall. Like what? Did, you know what did your parents do to you when you were growing up? Come on, guy. Come on. Just don't do this. Uh, there's no reason to fight random people. You're putting yourself at risk. You're putting others at risk. Uh, you could get arrested. I mean, come on, guy. Just don't do it. Uh, it it's that simple, you you know, blow off some steam in the bathroom, uh, kick the toilet. I don't know, but just don't go around fighting random people. Now, if you have a good reason, of course, I'm all for a good fight. Uh, but again, uh, moving on, how about feeling the need? Okay. Now, uh, this is something that gets me and I, when it was sent in, I, I really appreciate this one and I've, I've seen it time in, uh, and time again. Uh, always on my way from Orlando Fort Myers way. Cause I take a two. So I take highway 17 from Orlando to Fort Myers. It's a two lane highway. Um, one, one lane going each direction, obviously. And, uh, you can pass on this road. Now, something I see all the time, uh, that never seems to fail is this, uh, concept of people that have the need to pass. Uh, they, They think they're more important than the other guy. They are literally heading into oncoming traffic just to get past you. Uh, when you're going a reasonable speed, um, you know, probably seven, maybe eight over the speed limit, if I'd have to say. And, uh, you know, this guy still thinks he's got to pass you. You know, he's big boss of the road. Uh screw off, dude. Uh you know, it is so ridiculous. Um that you're again putting yourself, putting others in danger. Uh you're riding my ass for 5 miles while semi trucks are blowing by. You're constantly doing the maneuver where you go a little over just to look around me. Come on, man. It's like take a deep breath, chill out. There's no reason for all that. You can pass. If you really want to pass, wait till it's clear. Uh, but yeah, that is hilarious. Uh, these people, um, now I mentioned, I don't remember what episode, I believe it was episode two, um, I, with trip. Yes, it was. And I mentioned that, uh, you know, when a roommate's girlfriend, uh, will park in your driveway, Um, taking your spot. So when you come home, uh, you know, your spot is blocked. Now, what was sent in uh, was a totally opposite side of this, which I didn't include in the second episode. And I just think it needs to be said, Uh, this is a good point, but the maybe possibly even worse uh, issue of the girlfriend or the boyfriend uh, parking behind you. So you're already home and they are parking in your driveway, but also blocking you in so you cannot leave your own house. Um, come, <laughs> are you serious? This is bad. Uh, I've seen this, it's happened to me. Um, gosh, yeah, don't do this, uh, ladies and gents. It- it's not the way to go. You're-, you're just gonna anger people, and oh, at least just park behind the person you're going to see so you know they're not leaving, you know. Um, but if you're parking behind a random car in the driveway, you're just asking for trouble. That is bad. Um, we, we've gotten some good calls on the hotline. Uh, I'm not going to play any calls today because it's just me. I like to have dual commentary on those. Uh, and I'd like to have them build up a little bit. But reach out. Uh, call. Uh, what's going to happen is you're going to leave your piece. Um, it's going to ask you for your name, where you're from. And uh, you just leave a voicemail. And it'll get played on the show if it's funny. I mean, I'll, if I like it, you know. And uh, that number is 321-222-7609. Um, again, 321-222-7609, and uh, you're gonna want to call in because it's it's fun and you're gonna love it and you're gonna you know you you know you want my advice on the situation. Uh, so, moving on, I have a question for my viewers. Um, something it, it, it's scientific, um, and somebody out there that knows a thing or two about a thing or two, please tell me why this is. I. So I had not dusted my fan, uh, for the entire year. And I believe it had not been dusted for years before that. So it is, it was bad. Uh, dust was caked on maybe two inches on each blade of dust. And I sleep with my fan on every night. Um, I like to be cool while I sleep and I i never noticed anything. So I was just used to it. Um, now one of my friends, shout out to Anna. Uh, she came in and she dusted my whole fan. God bless her. And, uh, now I sleep with my fan on, but it is insanely cold, like way colder than it ever was with the fan on. Now I like it and I'm not complaining, but I can tell you there's probably a five degree difference in my room just because the fan was dusted and, uh, I love it. And I want to know why this is, I can't figure it out. I don't know if the blades move faster, uh, because there's less dust. Um, if someone, please look this up in your textbook and reach out to me, I, I want to know. Um, so this is, uh, this has been good. I, I, I like being on by myself, but like I said, I, I do enjoy uh, having a guest. If you want to be on the show, write in. Um, we're accepting all applications for guests. Uh, you have good material you want to be on it's going on. Uh, let's do it. Uh, let's make something happen. Now I was talking with Gavin. You remember Gavin from my last episode, uh, that aired episode three. Um, we, I was speaking with him the other day and he mentioned something to me that I had never heard of. Um, and I wanna see if this is true. Uh, again, send in with your responses. Uh, talking about what lures the ladies. And now you can add on to this list all you want. Uh, girls, guys, everyone, uh, I wanna hear your, your take on what lures the ladies, okay? Now, Gavin told me that guys who can sing get the ladies and guys who are really good at gymnastics get the ladies. Now, (laughs) I had never heard of this situation. Now, I mean, singing maybe I've heard about, but guys who are good at gymnastics, I've never heard of that. Not saying that they're not good at picking up ladies, but I have heard that that is not like, I've never heard anything to that uh, effect. So I'm curious to see if this is a common belief. And uh, if you are good at gymnastics, let me know uh, if you lure the ladies. Uh, It's a good piece to talk about. Uh, Wedge Wednesday has been blowing up. It it is a massive trend. Everybody wants in on it. Uh, My Instagram has been blowing up with pictures of bad lemons, bad limes, bad oranges. My Snapchat blowing up uh, with these pictures. I'm gonna post them all tomorrow. Um, And whenever you're listening to this, uh, please go out, when you go out to eat tonight, uh, take a picture and send it in, because I find them hilarious. Whether they're good or bad, the right size to be squeezed or not. it's 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 a great trend. And wedge Wednesday is uh it's picking up, it's gaining speed and please uh get excited to celebrate tomorrow. Now, I'm getting to the end here. Um I want to ask about one more thing. Uh how do you cut your sandwich? You're making a sandwich at home. I'm talking like a turkey and cheese, ham and cheese, uh grilled cheese, whatever you're making. Uh how do you cut it? Now, Is this something, do you cut it diagonal? Do you cut it straight across, vertical, horizontal? Uh, Do you cut it into squares? Now, I generally will just go for the straight vertical half uh, maneuver. But I'll tell you what, uh, sometimes I'll have my mom when I'm home, uh, if she makes me a sandwich, I'll have her cut it into squares because I like it. It's nice. Uh, It's pretty nice. But uh, sometimes I think it'll taste better. Sometimes things that are smaller, I think will have a better taste. Uh, I don't know if people have had little bites. They taste delicious and I truly believe that if it was big, like a big muffin, it would not be nearly as satisfying as the small ones and, um, the regular size. And that's just something to sit on. So let me know how you cut your sandwich. Send me pictures. I want to see it. I want to see your sandwich. Uh, All right. So once again, this has been day to day with Ben Lewis. Thank you all for listening. And for my last piece here, uh, I just want to speak to all the major TV execs that have been reaching out to me. Steve Colbert, Jimmy Fallon, Jimmy Kimmel, please stop having your people contact me. I will reach out to you all when I'm ready to do late night television. I'm aware that my personality uh, is hitting the charts in a big way and everyone wants a piece of me. uh, But In the meantime, I'm sticking with this podcast. Thank you for the consideration, though, and to all have a great night.